a cup of proper coffee in a proper coffee cup. <coughs> Excuse me. Good blood, bad blood. Good blood, bad blood. Good blood, bad blood. How much would Chuck get? Is that a vocal warm up or is that a tongue twister? I think it's important to do both. Are you ready? Yes. This is where the theme music would kick in if we had that. But we don't, so let's just keep going. Hi, Sister Twain. How are you? <laughs> I'm We're... so tired. What Why are you, are you so tired? Oh, um, I worked till 7.30. From Today? 9 a.m. to 7.30, yes. Oh, it's a Monday. I was thinking it was a Saturday. Oh. It's a Monday. I don't know what day it is. And then I went over to my daughter's house because she was making dinner. And, and then I came here. Um, what I was going to say is we really do need theme music. We need to be able to like do our little intro and then have it kick into like, <laughs> I don't know what our theme Banjo music, like. music. I don't know. But if anyone out there wants to write theme music, we need I don't that. want it to have any goddamn ukulele in it. No, I don't want it to be something that's like silly and goofy. Cause we're trying to be funny. Is it you, is you do, is it, do you not want ukulele? Cause you don't like Polynesians. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Because wow. Mormons love Polynesians. Oh my gosh, I know. Aloha, <laughs> brothers and sisters. It's because they're the Lamanites, you know? Yeah. But um, they're, they're not the Lamanites. They're that one guy that sailed over the sea. What was his name? Hag- Hagar. Like Hega or Hagar. <laughs> he sailed I over the sea. No, no. We don't, don't remember. Um, and it can't be anything like too poppy. Okay. Because that makes it sound like we're trying to trying to be relevant, and we just need and to trying to be young. Just we just need to be who we are, and, and we're so, not young. And so I don't know what that okay. is. Maybe like a Bobby McFerrin, <laughs> like a like a reggae vibe. Well, just with the the sounds that you make with your I don't know. <laughs> okay, well that sounds great. <laughs> you know those cuckoo sounds. Yes, perfect, perfect. <laughs> So um, it's I I when you said we should record tonight, I thought it has been like six months. Oh my god! And then I checked, and it really has literally been two weeks. It's been two we weeks. We did our last episode two weeks ago. Our last episode with the lovely um, sister. What was her name? Sister Molly Mo, the Righteous Ho. Oh yes, which that was a fascinating episode. You know why it feels like it's been six months? Because the last two times we've recorded has been a guest star. Yes. We're taking a break. Just for today. Just for today. Yeah. I think maybe every other one will be a guest star. Yeah. We have heard your cries and... <laughs> your cries in the darkness. <laughs> um, a lot of people are like, I really like the top five. And it's not that they don't like the guest star, but right. they're not ready to let it go. They're not right. ready for us to right. say goodbye to it. Right. So we're going to do a top five today. We are. And what is our topic going to be? Do we have any housekeeping first or? Uh, so housekeeping. It's your birthday. It is my actual birthday. Oh my gosh. Are you going to say how old you are? I'm 17. <laughs> um, so I'm not even Father legal. of three. Father of three. <laughs> um, no. I mean, I'm 42. Whatever. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Um, the other housekeeping that I was going to share is, um, and write this down because I can't stress this enough and I think it's really important that all of our listeners are aware of this. Um, Elder Oaks is a fucking bastard. Oh, right. Yeah, we're just on the tail end of that uh, BYU-Hawaii speech that he gave. That's the... That, okay, speaking of Polynesians, every time they show that goddamn picture of him with a fucking with lay, a lay on his lay. neck. Oh. And he's like, P.S. I hate faggots. <laughs> Thank you for the lay. Jeez. I'm just... Yeah. 
And for those of you who are, um, you know, in the um, club and um, are on my like real Instagram Mm -hmm. with my real identity, you saw my story which was today, Monday. So yesterday, my story was like, I just, I'm driving through the neighborhoods of Salt Lake and I see all these families dressed up for church, walking to their Mormon church for Sunday. And I'm like, and Brother Oaks, or President Oaks just said all that shit. And uh, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. How do they, how do they still go? Why do they still do it? So I have a brother who is, also a homosexual. I just feel like I'm revealing so many details about who uh. I am. Um, and he, when that talk came out, and this is not our topic today. This no. is just a quick... We're housekeeping. Yeah, housekeeping. When that talk came out, he sent a text to the family group text and kind of called everybody out, basically, and like quoted it and then said, y'all. That was one text. Y'all. <laughs> and then basically said like, if you have children, you need to tell your children that this is wrong and yeah. that this is a lie. Uh-huh. You know, because this kind of rhetoric, like, literally kills people. <clears throat> yes. And my mom responded with, you know, the same stuff that Mormons always respond with, with, with which is, of course we love you. But then she said, can you send me the whole talk? I would, I would love to read it in context. Mm-hmm. As though there was some context before or after right. the line where he said, like, he literally said, like, gay people are causing depression and anxiety. Like, the acceptance of right. gay people is causing depression and anxiety in the world. As though there were some context that would make that okay. Right. Like, like as if, and I don't, you know, I don't know for sure, but it was as if... She was hoping to put like gay propaganda in his mouth. Right. And that's that's what this is. Let's read the talk and really see what this is about. But no. No. So well, apparently, I learned today she did read the whole talk and then wanted to go th- go through it with my gay brother and point out all the wonderful things that he did in fact say. Oh my god. So even though oh he said god. that line about how gay people are causing. Like the Ugh. woes of the world, there was a lot of other good things in it too. Oh my god! So this is what my brother said today oh. to the um, we have a we have a um, a group thread of all the non Mormon members of my family called the ant the the outer darkness group thread. Uh-huh. And to the outer darkness group thread, do you remember Mormon ads from the New Era? Oh yeah, I know exactly the one you're going to talk about about the ice cream with the cockroach. Yeah, in it. yeah. And it said like it's all so good except that one thing. Yeah, and that Mormon ad was 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 used as a visual lesson to teach about like like if you saw a TV show and yeah. you're like or no movies. there's so much or a movie yeah Music. there's so much good stuff in it but yeah. there's just that one scene that's yeah. really bad. There's just a and few f words. The point of the Mormon ad was. Well, you can't just take you can't just take the parts you like. You have to take the whole thing. And uh-huh. if there's something bad in it, you shouldn't be watching that movie or that TV show or listening to that music. Right. But suddenly, when it's the second in command of the church <laughs> who is saying like bigot like bigoted hate statements hate yeah. in a talk, suddenly we all have the ability to say, "Well, you know, there's a lot of good in that talk. Yep. I don't agree with everything, yeah. but there was a lot of good stuff in there too. So I'm going to take the good and I'm going to leave the bad." <sighs> anyway. Oh man, it's infuriating. So anyway. that's my only. Ha- that's my housekeeping. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight, Sister Twain? Water. Water, and she doesn't mean vodka. No. Because usually when I say, "Oh, kids, this is just water," it's vodka. So I'm not going to drink for the next month. Oh, the a month. Yes. Is it because you're Catholic? No. Okay. It's because 
Um, just doing a little bit of um, weight management. Okay. Because in a month, I'm having sex. With who? Oh, I can't tell you who <laughs> or where or when, but... Like you can't tell me or you don't know? I know. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I just didn't know if you meant like... <laughs> I didn't know if you meant like, oh, I can't tell you, but I will find someone. Or if it was like, no, I specifically I can't just, tell you. I just know that in a month I'm going to be ready. No. Uh, I know what you're talking about now. You do I've, know. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but you don't want to say it on the air. Absolutely not. So, um, but anyway, so, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, when you are... A, naked with guys on a regular basis you kind of don't care what your body looks like from time to time from meaning from from uh tete-a-tete to tete <laughs> but um since it's been a while for me on purpose because we all know you can get it anybody can with the apps anytime they want um, i don't believe that and i <laughs> i just have not been in a goddamn mood for it. So anyway. So you're getting physically prepared. I'm just, yeah. You're I'm doing a, some waxing. Uh-huh. You're spraying some perfume. I'm going to get tested again. Going to oh, get good. on that bandwagon again. Okay. You know? okay. Um, just so I can go out there. You know, I'll be waxed. I'll be tested. I'll be Just clean as a whistle. Sober. <laughs> well, I'm considering, considering. Oh, my God. Taking a break from drinking, not having sex. I'm not considering oh, that at all. No, oh, oh, I'm still oh, terrified oh. of that. But I'm considering taking a break from drinking starting tomorrow because today's my birthday, so I don't want to start on my birthday. <laughs> well, no, no. Um, because and I and I'm taking what I'm calling a tolerance break because I I am a large person. You guys, so many facts about me today. I'm 42. I have a gay brother. I'm a large person. Um. I'm a large person, and so I've always had a very high tolerance for alcohol. Like, I can, it takes a lot to get me to where I'm feeling drunk. But lately, because I, because I drink regularly, daily, I, it takes more than a lot. Like, it takes a lot, a lot for me to start feeling drunk. So I just thought I should just take a little break for like a couple weeks if I can, or, you know, we'll see, whatever. I don't know. And so that then I can get drunk again with, a reasonable amount of alcohol. I think that's what I do with sex. I think that's why it's been so long. It's been it's a, tolerance a tolerance break. Because like you just, got, just wasn't doing it for you I anymore. Was, yeah. You were bored. Oh my God. And exhausted. Yeah. You were just like reading Instagram while, <laughs> while you were being slammed from behind. Sudoku. You were, yeah, d- Mahjong. <laughs> just playing some Mahjong. By yourself. Yeah. Or with a or with another person while you're being slammed from behind. Then you're like, I gotta take a break. This isn't doing it for me anymore. So anyway, okay. so yeah, for real. Well, speaking of breaks, let's take a little break. Let's and then break. when we come back, our topic is our top five predictions for the future. Here we go. Guess what we were talking about on the break? Brother T and come on my face, no refractory period. <laughs> <laughs> and when he listens to this, he's gonna be—he's gonna be gonna grinning from ear to die. ear. He's gonna die. He's gonna be so pleased. Please does punch, as the kids say, and by the kids I mean old eighty-year-olds. <laughs> okay, so let's get started with our top five. So I decided to help me 
think of my top five predictions for the, for the future, I did universal, global, national, local, and personal. Mm. Just to help break it down. I like it. So I'm going to go in that order, but I'm going to let you start. So what's your first top five predictions for the future? So I didn't necessarily do that, but most of the categories kind of fall under those those. No, most of my list falls under those categories. Um, but my first prediction for the future, it just so happens to be national. Okay. So about the United States of America. Okay. We're giving away a lot. We, <laughs> we do, live in we, the U.S. We do not live on the Thames. We do not, <laughs> we do not live on the Thames, governor. More predictions for the future are... Gentle listeners. Gentle listeners. Oh, my God. There are theater people listening to this who hate it. Okay. Is that whenever Donald Trump is not in office, whether it is an impeachment, a resignation, like that'll happen, or he's just voted out next year, he will not serve any prison time. Yeah. That's, I'm sure that's real. Yeah. Do you want to expound on that? Um, no, but it just seems to be the way the world goes. I mean, the radio stations are playing Michael Jackson already again. I know. I know. And every I, time someone plays that, plays it at work, because I've mentioned before, like we listen to a lot of music at work, uh-huh. and people put it on, and I'm just like, I don't want to be the wet blanket that's like, you guys, Michael Jackson is a child molester, and <laughs> we should not be listening babies. to this. Yeah. But I just think, like, how can you still listen to this? Yeah. And know what you know about him? Yeah. Maybe they don't know. This, I don't know. This quickly after that yeah. bombshell of, of a documentary. Yeah. Anyway, but, you know, there's that, and there's the, the simple fact that Donald Trump is still in office. Yeah. Do you remember what um, Bill Clinton was impeached for? I sure do. Do you remember, actually? What was it? For perjury. For saying, for lying. Yeah, yeah, for saying he didn't have sexual relations with Monica Lewinsky. For lying. For lying, hello. We impeached a president <laughs> for lying. Uh, it's, and this president literally lies multiple times a day. And blatant, out of left field lies. Well, lies just for the sake of lies. Like, did you notice? Because um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders just resigned as the... Um, head troll of the administration, the communications expert or whatever. And in his statement, he said, she has served dutifully for the last three and a half years. He has only been president for two and a half years. And she wasn't the press secretary when he started. So she's really been in that role maybe a year and a half, maybe two years. Maybe. But he just lied and said three uh-huh. and a half years. Like, that would imply that she had been Obama's press secretary also. <laughs> because three and a half years ago, Obama was still the president. Yeah. But, yeah, I, you know, I, I picture all these guys that worked on his campaign or were involved in his presidency who have been convicted and are in jail already or facing their, their sentences. Um, you know, that, that's, that's a thing. But, but Trump is not going to go to jail. He's not going to go to jail. But wouldn't it be great if he did? I mean, how big of a hard-on would you have if he was in jail? I would have a party at my house. I would come and make delicious cocktails. You would come. Okay. And then I would let 
anyone have sex with me at the party if they wanted to. <laughs> you heard it here first, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Uh, it's all just just some consensual free loving. So I'm going to skip my global prediction and go right to my national prediction because oh, okay. it goes hand in hand with yours. Hand in hand. I do not think Trump will stop being president well, in 2020. Come on. Or don't ever. Be... Or ever. Oh, you, I really do reign as king? Mm-hmm. I really do. I really think... So you think that he represents the demise of our country? A hundred percent. Okay. Because... Go on, go on. Because basically, we've already seen that the Republicans in power will do anything to stay in power. And there is no hypocrisy too big that they will not commit. For example, the they, you know, when... Um, What's-His-Face died in the last year of Obama's presidency, and they did not... They would not confirm... A Supreme Court nominee, <sighs> and but but Mitch McConnell has now said that if someone were to die now, if someone in the Supreme Court were to die now, he would confirm someone. Yeah. You know, because even though it's the last year of Trump's presidency, like even though the time frame is exactly the same, mm-hmm. he would confirm someone now. Even though when it was Obama trying to confirm someone, they said, "Oh, it's not. You shouldn't get to do it." You're so so already like they have shown us that they have no. They have no moral compass or no respect for tradition or the norms or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just think either Trump will lose in 2020 or he will lose in 2024. But somehow they will declare the election was fake. They will, they will, they'll do something. Like can, like, can you imagine any of these people just after all of this, after everything we've seen going on for the last two years, just gracefully walking away from power and being like, it's your turn now, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> like, no, no. Not, none of them are just going to like, like if Mitch McConnell's voted out of his seat or loses his spot as um, whatever he's called, Senate Majority Leader, um, do you think for one second he will just be like, goodbye, everyone. Good luck. <laughs> it's been real fun. No. Like, he will lie and, and deceive people and hurt people and do whatever he can to stay in power. So I... There is a big part of me that believes that we're witnessing the end of American democracy and that something crazy will have to happen, but that, like, these people who have maintained power for so long, for these people that that, that have been so greedy about the power that they have, even just things like... You know, I mean, the, so many of the things they do are not even, it's not even like Republicans versus Democrats anymore. These people in power are making choices that the majority of Americans disagree with. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like, but they, don't they yeah, but they don't care. They just want to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I just think like, I don't think Trump will ever leave office. He's even said in rallies that he's going to have like five terms as president. Dear God. Yeah. So I think that's what, I think that's what we're staring down the barrel of is is some sort of and maybe it won't be Trump necessarily as president but they will they will declare that the election was fraudulent and so they'll appoint someone as president or the, you know what I mean they'll find some way to keep power even if they even when they cuz for sure they will lose all the elections in 2020 but they will find some way to stay in power and the Democrats will just be like, oh, but you guys, oh, that's not how this goes. Those are not the rules. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, yeah, we don't care. So we're still in power and we won't do anything about it. What the fuck? And then The Handmaid's Tale starts. Let's take a break. Ooh, I'm gonna, let's just end it right there. <laughs> this, is the, this, is, this is the final 
episode <laughs> and moments of, of hot, hot drinks. drinks. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Well, that was dark. Just kidding. We're not ending it. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> oh, man. It's so much fun. You guys, we missed you. <laughs> That was a bleak segment uh, to that, start the show. That was. So let's just go uphill from here. Okay. The rest of mine are not fun either. Mine's global. Okay, let's go global. Mine's going to be universal. Ooh. So bigger than our globe. I mean, it's I, it really isn't, <laughs> but whatever. I just needed five categories. My number two is that in 100 years. <laughs> okay. Okay, so 2119. Okay. Christianity will make up less than a quarter of the dominant belief systems. Show your math. Well, I just mean like take a hundred percent. No, I just mean <laughs> give us some give us some reason. Okay, like tell us your reasoning behind. So that. currently, it apparently makes up seventy five percent of our country's belief system. Which seems like a lot. Of our country? Yeah. Jesus. Uh-huh. Um, it, which, is, which is down 10% from 1990. Okay. Um, Yay, non-Christians. I know. And I just see um, the people who are in their 30s, 20s right now who are not or adhering more and more and more to the Christian um, faith and, of any type. And I think in a hundred years, it won't be obsolete, but it will be a more of a rarity. Can I tell you a joke? About Christians? What was Jesus's favorite pizza flavor? Pizza topping. What was Jesus's favorite pizza topping? Uh, I don't know. What was that? Nothing, because he's not real. <laughs> Listen, you guys, you guys, <laughs> yeah. I do think Jesus was real. I think he was a queer witch. Yeah. He was so queer. Like, if you've read the Bible, he's queer. But he was also a witch. Yeah. He, like, cursed a fig tree or an olive tree. Yeah, he did some witches curses. Do that. He yeah. used oils. Yeah. That's, witch, that's witchcraft. He never, you know, got it on with the ladies. That we know of. <laughs> he got it on with the, with the John the Beloved. He for sure got it on with John the Beloved. But he was like, but maybe he also got it on with Mary Magdalene. Although actually there is no historical background for that. That is just like what Christians cling to. But there is literal historical background for the fact that he and John the Beloved loved each other. Mm -hmm. Like more than just like we're good friends. Right. Anyway, so Christians, there'll be a minority. Yeah. I I just think it's... Will there be a dominant religion or do you just think no, most people will I, I just do you think the days of religion are numbered I do Organized religion. I, I no I mean so here's the thing I, I don't I don't want to go as far as to say that because as human beings we just uh, in general not myself but we crave a belief a system, system of belief yeah. of faith to help us make sense of what we're doing every day and so I, I don't know what those religions will be or what they'll look like. Um, but I purposefully said when I said it, t- less than 25% of the dominant belief systems. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so organized or otherwise. Okay. 
What's yours? Well, I'm going to do my global now, too. I thought you said universal. I was going to, but my global relates to your global, kind okay, of. Okay, so just our gl- world? Yeah, just okay. our world. <laughs> and that is this. Okay. Scandals will continue to rock the Mormon church, and it won't make a fucking bit of difference. It won't matter whatsoever. <laughs> like, we saw this happen with Catholicism. There was... Very, I mean, very clear evidence that there was a systematic cover-up of of pedophilia uh-huh. within the Catholic Church. Uh-huh. And there is still a Catholic Church. There's... And there are still lots of members. Yeah. They still have billions of dollars. Yeah. Like, they are still a influential global organization. Uh-huh. Because we don't care. <laughs> we don't. Like, I just think when it comes to religion, people do not care. Yeah. The fact that priests raped little boys... And little girls, mm-hmm. people don't care. It, it didn't matter. No. And I think the same thing will happen with Mormonism. I think we're just starting to see the tip of the iceberg of scandals breaking about Mormonism. Uh-huh. Um, just today, um, friend of the show, uh, Joseph Bishop, they released a recording. And by friend of the show, I mean horrible bastard. They released a recording where he, Joseph Bishop is the person who was accused of um, raping sister missionaries in the MTC while he was the MTC president. Mm-hmm. The church denied that they ever knew anything about it. Mm-hmm. And today, video was released of Joseph Bishop saying that he told his ecclesiastical leaders about it and that they handled it on an ecclesiastical level. Mm-hmm. So they never called the police. Uh-uh. They never reported anything, but that they just handled it, which I don't even know what that means because they obviously didn't like excommunicate him because he still was the MTC president. He continued on in his position as the MTC president. Even though he had a secret bedroom in the basement of the MTC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you watch this interview, he is the most disgusting sleazeball. He's like, no, no, no. I never raped her. I never raped her. I I did ask to see her breasts, which (laughs) think about that. Like, (laughs) Like, I get it that like that is not technically rape with penetrative sex but mm-hmm. here he is like a i don't know how old he was at the time a 40 or 50 year old man talking to a 21 year old girl uh-huh. who is probably out of the house for the first time uh-huh. and 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 he is in a position of immense power over her and he's asking to for her to show him her breasts right and like somehow it's like oh no 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 don't worry i didn't rape her yeah. i just like it does kind of doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not trying to make say they're the same thing, but like that is still like such abhorrent, disgusting behavior that would damage someone so much. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I may or may not have touched her breasts. I don't remember, <laughs> which just tells me that he did he it did. so many times. Yes. Well, or that he did it so many times that he can't say with a specific person, because if that was like the one time that like, you you lost control and something crazy happened. You would remember what happened because it would be the, it would be this like oh my god like I just lost control I, I don't even know what was going on right. I you know I I did these horrible things this, and I've and I've lived with it all these years this yeah. guilt the fact that he can't say specifically if he touched a specific woman's breast or not means that he did it dozens of times probably at least yeah. And sometimes he did, and sometimes he didn't. And so, like, in his mind, it's all just a blur. Like, he didn't rape anyone. He just looked at their breasts and maybe touched them. It reminds me a little bit of, I think it was two summers ago, um, when there are so many committees that I can't remember which one, but um, 
Jeff Sessions was being questioned mm-hmm. two summers ago. Was that sure. like the Senate Judiciary I I Committee? No I mean, I oversight. I don't know. I don't know. The Mueller something. Anyway, the, yeah. and he was asked several questions about uh, that were worded in different ways regarding if he had ever been, if he had ever discussed whether or not the Russians had been involved in fucking up the election. He was asked that question in many different ways. Um, and each time, well, and, and specifics, did you ever speak with so-and-so about it? Was, did anyone, did, did so-and-so approach you and speak to you about it? You know, those kinds of questions. And every answer was, I do not recall. I do not recall. And I remember my mom asking my mom about that. Did you see that? Did you watch that, mom? By the way, my mother voted for Trump and watches Fox is. News. Yeah. Um, but she goes, no, that makes complete sense to me. He's a busy guy. <laughs> you know? And he's walking down the hallway. And, you know, he's got 12 things on his mind. And someone might ask him about this or that. And one of those things happens to be Russia. He's not going to remember. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Uh, so anyway, anyway, so- these scandals, I think, are going to continue to bubble to the surface because we live in a day and age where it's much harder to keep these kind of things hidden, hidden because there's the Internet and there's, you know, so I just think like we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg of these scandals mm-hmm. and we are going to start seeing more and more scandals bubble to the surface about bishops with inappropriate behavior and high powered church leaders with inappropriate doing inappropriate things and the wives of high powered church leaders being secret lesbians and living together yeah and and no one will care because yeah. if you ask the average mormon about joseph bishop number one they probably don't even know who he is they've never heard of him exactly and if they have heard of him they think Again, they think he's the outlier. Like, well, he's the he's the one bad seat. Right, right. Like the whole the organization as a whole is good. He's a bad guy, uh-huh. and humans make mistakes. And this is an or, this is a divine organization run by humans, and mm-hmm. humans are not perfect. But yet, you like he ran the MTC where you sent all. I mean, in the eighties, that was probably the only MTC. So it was. All the chi- oh, it was. all the children of the LDS world yes. went to this place, and yes. he was the president. Yes. And he sexually assaulted them. Uh-huh. Like, this is not a small thing. No. You know, this is not, this is not one, I mean, whatever. No matter, no matter how small someone's jurisdiction is, it is not a small thing when someone in a position of power hurts someone else, and then the organization covers it up. So I just think these are going to continue to bubble to the surface, uh-huh. and the Mormons are going to keep singing... Heavenly Father, are you really there? And do you hear and answer every child's prayer? <laughs> to that point, I think that there could be some very uh, well-founded information come out to come out about secret lesbians, a prophet, uh-huh. whether it's the current one. Past or, or anyone in between from Joseph Smith up to the current one. It, it, even if it was Joseph Smith himself, we find, you know, the, uh, an, an old trunk full of writings and records and, and dates, diaries of, of uh, someone he had molested or um, something horrible. And it would do nothing. 
So what you're telling me is that we could have factual evidence that Joseph Smith was a pedophile and married underage girls and no one would care? Right. Or what you're telling me is that we could find out that past prophets of the church were racist and spoke freely and openly about like the curse of Cain being on black people and no one would care? Exactly. This seems too far-fetched, Sister Twain. <laughs> now I feel like you're just spouting anti-Mormon propaganda. Um, and with all of that said, all I can do is think about my friends, family, and acquaintances who are still in it. And there's no more giving them the benefit of the doubt. It's just... You're programmed, you're in a cult, and I cannot stand the fact that you don't see it. Anyway, I, I don't know. I, 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 this is getting bleak like the last segment. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Heavenly Father, are you really Speak there? And do you really every child's prayer? I know that heaven is far away. Oh my god, that was what the fuck was that? And we're back. I think what you were doing is called a descant. Was <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. Um You know Mormons love that song. They get such a hard on when that song comes oh. on. And they cry <laughs> because it is the child and it is the mother and they are singing to there and the what? mother is like, Speak, he is there. <laughs> And the Mormons are just like <laughs> throbbing with a heart on. Um, I realized the other day that Whitney Houston's <laughs> how, yes. how Will I Know? How Will I Know? No, if he really loves me, I say a prayer with every heartbeat is the pop song version of A Child's Prayer. <laughs> Right? I may never stop laughing. <laughs> Wait, hold on, yeah, hold yeah. on. Okay. How? Oh my gosh, it is. So, so let me look up the lyric, the Jesus lyrics. Wow, we were um, not, we were ready to go into uh, segment three, but we're taking a little break uh, to talk about. How you know, you can know? look those up in Apple okay. Music. Oh, whatever. So, the child's prayer says, uh-huh. "Heavenly Father, are you really there? Do you ready? hear and answer every ready. child's prayer?" Right, ready for this. Some say that heaven is far away, but I feel you close around me day by day, or something. There's a boy I know. <laughs> Heavenly Father. He's the one I dream of. Are you really there? Look into my eyes. Take me to the clouds above. Do you hear and answer every child's prayer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I lose control. Can't seem to get enough. When I wake from dreaming, tell me, is it really love? Let's go to the chorus. How will, How will I, know? I know if he... Re- I just sang it. It loves me. amazing. I say a prayer with every heartbeat. I fall in love whenever we meet. I'm asking I feel you, your arms close around me. That's I, a line. I'm asking you, because you know about these things, how will I know if he's thinking of me? I try wow. to phone, but I'm too shy. Wow. Like, that's the prayer. Yeah. The phone is the prayer. Oh, yeah. They always said it's like a phone call, didn't I wish, I wish that Whitney Houston had had a desk count where her mother was like, speak. <laughs> speak, he child. Is there. <laughs> Anyway, what's your number three? What are we on? Three? Yeah. Number three prediction for the future. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to universal because we've done uh, we've done global. Okay. We've done national. Uh-huh. I'm going back to universal. But what's yours? Um, 
I'm trying to pick one that's the most interesting, but I guess I'm going to have to say them all anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, personal. Okay. Um, in 10 years. Okay. I'm going to own a cabin in Big Cottonwood Canyon. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I already told you that, right? Yeah, and it's true. Yeah, it I is true. true. Yeah, yeah, you do? Yeah. You know it's, I know true, it's true. Because you, Heavenly Father's really there? He hears and answers every child's prayer. <laughs> um, Even I'm the going prayers to, of faggots. I probably am going to continue renting my actual home because I like not having to fix things. Amen. Um, don't want to hear about throwing my money away and all that nope. bullshit. I don't nope. want to hear it. Their American dream ain't real. Shit. Nope. And as as I said, <laughs> soon we, we will have a despot running the <laughs> right, country. Right. So, so who cares about the keep American on renting? Keep on renting. <laughs> when you rent, it's going to be easier to run to to flee to Canada. So much easier when when Gilead. Way begins. less of a paper trail. Yeah. So um, yeah, but I'm going to have a cabin. And uh, it's going to be hard to find unless you know where it is, unless you're looking for it, right? Because I want people to know where it is to come have sex parties. (laughs) Um, I was going to say that feels like a metaphor for life. Like the cabin is hard to find unless you know where to look. Like that that should be like, you should have that on a cross stitch in the cabin in the itself. Cabin. And people are like, wow, that's literally true and really true about life. <laughs> Things are hard to find unless you know where to look. And then they'll say, Sister Twain, did you come up with that? And you'll say. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. No, anyway, uh, sex parties and Dutch oven meals. Um. No, but I imagine there's a stream nearby. Okay. Um, I would love to be close enough that I could hear it when I'm sleeping. The stream? Yes. That does sound nice. Yes, it does. Um, And I want it to be completely enclosed by trees. Right. I don't want one of those A-frames where it looks like a big old fucking triangle. God damn. (laughs) I love an A-frame cabin. (sighs) Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess it's not my cabin, so it doesn't matter. Oh, shit. I almost dropped my phone. No, it's fine. Um, anyway, I kind of imagine it, the kitchen, looking a little bit like Molly Weasley's kitchen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of all I got. It's going to be so great. I can't wait. It's going to be great. I'm not going to decorate with, like, um, plaids and, and deer, deer antlers. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or bear pictures or anything like that. But it will it will be rustic in its own way. Okay. Maybe French provincial. Provincial. Yes. We oui. um and um God, I can just see myself wanting to just live there full time. Because when I'm hiking in the mountains, I'm like really happy. I'm like happy. I literally can't name the last time I was in the mountains. <laughs> and I've lived here for forty two years. <laughs> Because that's how old you are. Mm-hmm. Because it's my birthday today. So my prediction for the future, I'm putting this one under universal, even though I guess technically it's global. But I think um, TV is going to keep getting better and movies are going to keep getting worse. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Because I just think, like, when is the last time you saw a movie that really kind of, like, blew your mind or or really made you think or really shocked you or, I mean... There are definitely some movies that I've been to that have been a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, like 
even just like dumb superhero movies or whatever that are like fun to go see, like yeah. a good time. But like, when's the last time you were really moved or, you know, whatever yeah. by a movie? Can it's, you think of one? It's been a while. Um, I'm sure there's been one since this year, whichever year it was. I'm, I'm thinking it was like 13 or 14 years ago. But it was the year that both Children of Men and Little Children came oh, out. I did love Children of Men. Um, what was Little Children? I don't remember. It had Kate Winslet. Oh, yes. Yes. So yes. good. <gasps> um, but I feel like literally every week <laughs> there is an, maybe not every week, but multiple times a month there is an episode of TV or a TV series that completely blows my mind and makes me think differently and that I can't stop thinking about and that I want to talk to people about uh-huh. every week, every month. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. most recent one being Fleabag. Have we talked about this? We have. And you haven't watched it yet. I, ha- I don't have Amazon Prime. Oh, well, just use mine or something. Okay. It's so, it's so brilliant and so worth watching. I can't even describe how much I love it. But you also really love The Magicians, which I thought was a Nickelodeon show with Listen, sex and swearing. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you want to love, I mean, that's fine too. <laughs> I'm also currently watching The Good Fight on CBS All Access, which is a spinoff of The Good Wife. Do you okay. remember the show The Good Wife that Juliana Margulies? Yeah. And she was like a lawyer. Yeah, I didn't watch it. So that show ended and now they have a spinoff show called The Good Fight that that she is no longer on, but some of the people that were other lawyers oh, in the show with yeah. her are on, like um, Chris- Christine Baranski. Yeah. yeah. She's an interesting one, isn't she? That show is so entertaining. And, I, and I'm not saying that to say that it's one of the shows that like blows my mind. It doesn't at all. It's a very formulaic procedural uh-huh. drama about lawyers, yeah, yeah. but just like so fun to watch. Yeah. But there are... Again, consistently shows that I watch where I cry, where I laugh, where my mind is blown. And I just think I just think the I think the genre of the movie is too restrictive. It has to be two hours long. Yeah. You know, it has to be like within the 90 minutes to three hour window. You know, it has to sort of hit certain beats. It has to have a certain commercial appeal for it to get greenlit because it costs so much money, the distribution, whatever. And I just think more and more, like, there are shows on Netflix now that I have loved um, that are, like, 15-minute episodes. You know, like, eight 15-minute episodes or whatever. Because I just think now, now that we are no longer reliant on network TV and that so much TV comes through streaming or Netflix or whatever, you can just make whatever show you want and it can be it can be multiple seasons of hour long episodes or it can be one season of eight 15 minute episodes uh-huh. like did you watch the show shrill uh-uh. okay well none of my examples are sorry <laughs> no, i don't fine. watch a lot it's but fine. but i want to ask what was the last movie for you that you thought that possibly changed my life maybe just in a small way the last i mean Recently, I saw the movie Booksmart. Did you see that? Not yet. And I thought it was delightful. Uh And it had some really, really beautiful moments. Uh And it more... I wouldn't say it changed my life, but I would say that what I appreciated about it was that you could tell that it was a story told by women about women Mm. and that felt very refreshing because, because the actual like plot of the movie is not that 
revolutionary. It's basically about two girls that want to have, like, a good time, like, before they graduate from high school. Like, that feels like a pretty common plot that we've seen in a bunch yeah. of, like, teen comedies or whatever. Oh, yeah. But because it was now told by women about women, it suddenly had a whole fresh new flavor and was interesting and fun. And there were there were there was a particular scene at the end that was that I got really emotional and I didn't know why. And I really wanted I wanted everything to work out for these girls, but I kind of was worried that it wasn't going to. Uh. So that was a great movie. Okay. So I do think there are the rare exceptions. Uh-huh. But I just feel like I feel like movies are becoming the thing you go to that are like big spectacle and they're kind of fun, but uh-huh. that you forget about them an hour after you leave. And TV shows are the things that like that I keep thinking about and I want to tell people about yeah. and I want to find other people that have seen it so I can talk to them about it. Yeah. I can't remember the last movie that I wanted to like talk to people about it. Mm. You know? Yeah, me too. No, so, that's fair. That's anyway, fair. So that's my universal prediction. Um, I really, um, for me personally, I love uh, going to the movies, even if I know it might be just commercially and dumb because I like sitting in that chair. Yeah. With popcorn and a soda. I do too. What do you? What is your? What is your go-to treat at the movies? Just popcorn and a soda. It really is. It's popcorn with so much butter that it leaks onto me. Oh, hot! And a Coke Zero. So what I do, my go-to treat, I get the Junior popcorn, the smallest popcorn they sell. Also, so much butter that it leaks onto me, and then I buy a box of Reese's Pieces and dump those into the popcorn. <laughs> And eat them together. And they get a little melty and they get a little salty. But like if you get the junior popcorn and they're always like, do you want to get the smile for 75 cents more? And I'm like, no, I fucking do not. (laughs) Yeah. And then usually a Diet Coke, usually with um, whiskey mixed in because I usually bring a flask to the theaters. I sound like such an alcoholic. (laughs) I'm like a low grade alcoholic. Oh my gosh. We hung out last night and our friend who we don't have a name and alias for yet. No. uh, Brought over rosé and a McDonald's. Yes. That was beautiful. uh, McCafe cup. Right. Right. Not a hot cup for a hot drink but for an iced coffee. No. Just as though (laughs) she was having a lemonade but it was a 32 ounces you, of rosé. You offered her a drink and she's like, no, no I, this is rosé. I brought my own. And yeah. you're like, oh, what is it, lemonade? And she goes, no, rosé. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. All right. Anyway. Taking a break. We'll be back. We're back. Oh, hey, what's up? I just said we're back, but I wasn't recording. Okay, hey. I was just reading uh, something. Uh, so I had to name that last segment, and I named it um, McCafe of Rosé. But I could not remember if Rosé has the accent aigu or the accent grave. <laughs> and so we had to have a little brief discussion about that. I think what we determined is as an accent aigu. Because okay. isn't an aigu that goes this way and a grave goes this way? I don't remember. We used to have a little song that we made up when I was in French class in junior high about the different accents. It, there was a dance involved. <laughs> to ah, remember. Ah. It went like this. Agu. Grave. Agu. Grave. Oh, agu. Grave. Circumflex. Tréma. Sudi. Sudi. Stop it. <laughs> so anyway, if you had, if you had a visual, oh, you would have God. seen the dance that I did. The agu. Grave. Oh. Circumflex. Tréma. Sudi. But I still remember all the names of all those accents and what they we, are. We had a little thing like that, but no motions or or dancing to go with it to 
learn how to spell Mississippi. Oh, okay. Remember, I grew up in Louisiana, so right. Mississippi was our neighbor. Right. And it and was... And y'all couldn't spell it. No, it was... M I crooked letter crooked letter I crooked letter crooked letter I humpback humpback I. <laughs> why? Why is it easier to remember crooked letter crooked letter than just S? This is weird and fun, I guess. <laughs> That's amazing. And then you'd learn it. And All go, right, y'all, let's do our Mississippi <laughs> chant. M I crooked letter crooked letter M I crooked letter crooked letter yeah. humpback humpback crooked letter crooked. I don't, I don't know where I am. Okay, number four is... Um, this one for me is going to be local, but I don't know what it is for you. Oh, I don't either. Um, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Where am I? My, uh, okay, my number four is that... <sighs> it's twofold. Number four is twofold. <laughs> so four point A... In a hundred years. Okay. People who are married will be in the minority. Really? And. Four point B. Um, there will be more people with pets than human children. Yeah, that, that feels right. <laughs> Um, I just think tell us more. So number one, we're we're evolving past this prescriptive um, idea of of what the building blocks of society are, which all come from this Christian slash puritanical slash the good old days slash. Uh, Christian values, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and I think we are on the cusp of a major awakening right now to the fact that marriage is total bullshit. Right, right. Um, and then the kid thing is, you know, we can only do so much to control the animal population. Uh, there's always going to be cats and dogs that aren't neutered or spayed and making more. And they're going to need homes. As humans are deciding that our world is not going to sustain more human life. And it's becoming more and more real to the fact that it might be even in 50 years. I mean, I, I think it's a foregone conclusion that in 50 years, child bearing people becoming parents will be at an all-time low yeah i really do yeah i think there's truth to that i didn't realize when you said let's have a show where we do five top five predictions for the future how fucking depressing this show because <laughs> like if we had done this you know 20 years ago if you were like predict the future people would be like we'll have flying cars <laughs> and it just all seems so fun and wonderful and now we're like in five years <laughs> The but global population will be wiped out due to climate change. But I don't, I don't think my number four is depressing. No, I don't think it is either. I think it's actually coming from a place of more enlightenment and more uh, uh, enlightenment. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. And more acceptance of people living the life they want to live. Yes. 
Because there will still be people that will get married because Uh they want to be. Yeah. You know, I was just watching Star Trek when you came over. Star (laughs) Trek Discovery. And you never hear about people. I mean, I guess you do a little bit. But no one in Star Trek is married. Right. There are people in relationships. Uh Uh-huh. In fact, in the new Star Trek, there is a gay couple. Yay! And part of the couple, one of the couple is played by the guy who was in Rent on Broadway, whose name I'm forgetting, Anthony, whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. And the other part of the couple is played by the guy who played Ricky on My So-Called Life. So that's fun. Wow. That's that's gay power right there. That's gay rights right there. That's exciting. So my number four is local. So about Utah. Uh And my prediction is... Within the next five to ten years, there will be a radical shift in Utah liquor laws. Meaning they will become <sighs> less draconian and less, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, less controlling. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they will recognize adult humans as adults able to make adult decisions. That is harder for me to swallow than the Trump being king forevermore. Right. It's hard for me to swallow too, and so maybe this is just wistful thinking, but if you don't live in Utah and you're listening to this, the Utah liquor laws are insane. Um, Just a quick run-through of some of them. You can only buy liquor at a state liquor store, so there is no liquor at Target or the grocery store or 7-Eleven or nothing. You can buy beer at those places, but it only can be 3.2% or lower, although that's changing to 4%. Did you hear Uh that? Um, you, it is extremely difficult for restaurants to have liquor licenses, and there are a lot of rules and regulations around that. Any bar in Utah can only um, pour one and a half ounces of liquor in a drink. They have to use a little device, like a little chastity belt that controls it. Also, if you go into a place that is designated as a restaurant you cannot order a drink unless you order food Mm -hmm. in addition so like if you go to rocky mountain brewing company or whatever that's like a brewery Uh because it's designated as a restaurant you can't just go sit at the bar and order a beer you have to order like you know whatever anyway yeah yeah so there's a million other like we can't we you can't ship alcohol here so like all those fun like wine of the month clubs or whatever like Mm -hmm. those don't exist in utah no they don't so i feel like i feel like salt lake is becoming more and more liberal even though utah by it is not obviously Mm -hmm. yeah but i feel like the the politics of the capital of Utah are becoming more and more liberal. Yes. And I'm hoping that somehow that will influence the alcohol boards too, and the liquor laws will loosen up. Do you say five to ten years? I would say more realistically, it, it, for me, like my 30. Opinion, like 30. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, maybe this is wistful thinking, but I just think like it is so, the laws here are so, so insane. And not based on any sort of logic <laughs> whatsoever. Also, you keep saying wistful thinking. Isn't it wishful thinking? Oh, probably. Or maybe it doesn't matter because both kind wist, of work. Like wistfully thinking. I mean, is that a word? Did I make up that word? Wistful? Yeah. I, I bet that's a word. But wishful thinking probably makes more sense. Uh, so you're probably right. Yeah. Anyway. Let's wistfully move into a transition. Let's do. Brother 
Brother Coffee just told me that the interlude we just added that you just heard was called Tit. Titter, tit Snowbird. or Snowbird. No, no, one I word, Titter. Choose, I choose Tit. Tits or Snowbirds. <laughs> it was called Titter Snowbird. And then we went and listened to it. And I literally would never have thought of either of those words when listening to that interlude. All right. I'm tired. Let's get our last one out of here. All right. Number five. That's always a good, that's always yeah, a good right? energy to bring oh into the last segment. God. All right. Um, when I am an empty nester. Um, Which is going to be in like three years. Yeah. My, well, my youngest is 14. Okay. And he's starting high school in the fall. Um, and when I'm an empty nester, if I'm an empty nester, because let's say I have a kid who needs to move back home for a while. Right. But let's hypothetically say I end up, excuse me, living alone. I'm still not in a relationship because right. it's so much nicer when I'm not trying to do that. Um, I think I'm going to have a psychotic break. Oh, and here's why. <laughs> Like, I did not know where you were going, and I thought it was like, I'm going to get a dog, or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take up pottery. But no, psychotic Here's break. why. I am going to not know who I am. You know, there's going to be like this identity thing, because I've been a mom to four children. Um, coupled with missing them. Which means I'll start thinking about them when they were babies and sure, when they were right, little. Right, right. Which will take me back to the time when I was Mormon and married to the gay man and depressed. The most depressed of my entire life for all of their toddler dumb, infant dumb, uh, elementary school, middle school. <laughs> um, uh, my oldest was in middle school when we split. And how little I can remember of it and of what I do remember, I was so unhappy and mean. Yeah. I was mean too. I'm going to think about those things. And And feel guilty? Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 I'm burying some good stuff. Okay, good. It's going to be like a time capsule. (laughs) Right. Just shooting right out like Rocket Man. And uh, it's, I think it's going to be interesting. I think it may not happen. That's my prediction. Um, Because a month-ish ago or so, when my second child moved to New York City, as we've talked about, I dropped her off at her friend's house where they were going to go from, to go to the airport. And I was completely fine until I put the car back in drive and made a U-turn to head back home. And I cried like a rainstorm. It's so cute. And it jarred me. I didn't, I didn't know it was coming. Parenthood's a bitch, you guys. Yeah. That's so sweet, though. It's because yeah. you love your kids and you're a really good mom and you have sacrificed a lot a lot for your kids yeah. and you're a single mom and so it's just been you yeah that gay husband is not doing much <laughs> i'll say it since i'll say it um uh, 
And you have sacrificed a lot and you have given everything to these kids. And so, yeah, it's going to be weird when they're just like, bye. Yeah. And it's just you and the cats. It's going <laughs> to. I just have the one. It's going to be you and the cat. The cat. Yes. You should get another one. Don't you want to get one of those hairless cats? Oh, God. I love those things. Oh, my God. They look like weird little space aliens living in your house. Terrible, terrible, just terrible. Just look at my cat over there laying on top of his cute little cat tower. Yeah. And just imagine that he was just a big pink hairless blob. <laughs> then might as well get a rat. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing, though? No. Just a big pink hairless cat? Anyway. No. Well, if you have a psychotic break, I'll be here for you. You can come over and have alcohol. Thank you. Yay. Yay. So my prediction for my personal future is I'm just going to be more gay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Okay. I just, as time goes on, I just have more and more disdain for straight people. I just hate them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sick of them. I don't want to hear their opinions. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to walk behind them on the street because they walk so fucking slow like the whole world belongs to them right i don't want to stand behind them at the gas station Uh waiting to fill up my beverage while some 60 year old straight white man is standing in front of the drink dispenser literally taking up six feet of space (laughs) with his body and he's completely unaware of other people's existence in the world i'm just tired of straight people so i'm just gonna be more gay so like are you talking about like Every time you go out in the public, you're going to be like, Todrick Hall. Yes. Like, I'm going to have a dildo strapped to my head like a unicorn horn. <laughs> like I said, I haven't really thought this out yet. Okay. I don't know what that means. I know. I love that. But I that. did. I did. Today, I went to dinner with my kids um, because it's my birthday. And I ordered an alcoholic beverage at um, the restaurant. And the waitress asked for my ID, which was cute because I'm 42. Right. So I'm double the legal but drinking you age. Live in Utah. Right. And I wasn't, like, mad at her for it. Like, she's doing her job. But I was just like, oh, okay, I'll get my ID out. And then after she left, my oldest son goes, that was funny. And I go, what? And he goes, because you pulled out, you you pulled up, like, your rainbow-striped purse, because I have a rainbow-striped purse. And he's like, and you unzipped it. And then you pulled out, like, your rainbow-striped wallet. And you have your rainbow, (laughs) your rainbow watch band on. And then you pulled out your ID. And I was like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not really subtle. So, you know, I rem- I remember taking note when uh uh not no not the first time we hung out, but maybe the second after I moved here and we reconnected. And um you hadn't even been out a full year maybe and you were wearing um a shirt that said unicorns on fleek. Is oh, that Oh yeah, I, st- I still own that shirt. And I was like, "Wow, he's just, you know, he's just out." Out. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be more of that. More hot pants and tube tops. <laughs> I don't, like I said, I don't know what that means, but Just I. walking down City Creek Mall, like Todrick Hall gone, equality. 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 You guys, have you watched the Todrick Hall video? What's that video called? Um, Lips, heels. Heels, butt. Steals. <laughs> So Todrick Hall, we're just going to go out on this. Yeah, well, great idea. Because those were our five predictions for the future. Todrick Hall is a LGBTQ singer, choreographer, blah, blah, blah. And he has a new song. It's that one, right? Nails, Nails hair, hair, hips, hips heels. heels. Oh, so good. And I don't always love Todrick Hall because he's a little much for me. Like, I, I don't know that I would listen to his music, but he has a song called Nails, 
heels, hips. No. Wait, n- nails, nails, hair, hair hips, hips, heels. heels. And if you go watch that video. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So I'm going to be more of that. Yes. I'm not going to wear it. Maybe I'll wear heels. I don't know. No well, one makes heels since, my size. Since we're going out on that, what are your thoughts as a gay man on the new Taylor Swift video that came out today? Here's the thing. I don't always love Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. I'm like a mixed bag with her. Some of her songs I love. When I first heard this song, I was kind of like, okay. <laughs> like it feels a little like the rhymes are a little juvenile. Like it's 7 a.m. Yeah, Damn. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it feels a little silly. Yeah. But then I watched the music video and it was a magical, magical experience. <laughs> it, was. it was so delightful and just silly and campy. And the what I what I have really appreciated about the Taylor Swift video, because the song is called Calm Down, isn't it? You need to calm down. Yeah. So the whole song is about like quit like getting all worked up about other people's business. Um, what I have really appreciated about this is that I have seen no less than four or five Instagram stories where people have po- posted a picture of Dallin H. H. Hoaks and his fucking lay with that quote that he just said about gay people and then below it written, you need to calm down. (laughs) And I was like, there it is. And there it is. There it is. Taylor Swift being like, okay, damn. Like, why are you so angry at the gay people? Just calm down, Dallin H. Hoaks. (laughs) None of us are hurting you. Calm. Take that lay and calm down. Damn, damn. You know what'll be fun? What? When he's the prophet. And then shit's really going to get real with the Mormons. Because then he is the literal prophet. Because he's not going to tone it down. I think, if anything, he's going to, like, double down on his bigotry when he's the prophet. And then all the liberal Mormons who've been able to be like, oh, but he's not really a prophet, but he's a man, blah, blah, blah. Suddenly he is the prophet. And he's saying, like, when you support your child's gay wedding uh-huh. you are making you are furthering the work of the kingdom of satan yeah you evil know. and wicked yeah. evil and wicked and then and then what's and then what nothing's gonna happen god. as i said earlier in the damn show it. god damn it it's 7 a.m god damn so anyway do you have any other exciting things going on this week sister twain this coming week yeah like what's going on in your life anything fun coming up so, like, this episode's been a little heavy. It has should, been a little we heavy. We should go out on some levity. I will put this little nugget out there. This week, I'm buying a plane ticket. Oh. For the sex that I mentioned earlier. <laughs> it requires airlines. It do. It do. Um, I'm not buying any sexual plane tickets <laughs> this week. Can you imagine me premeditating sex so much that I bought a plane ticket. If I did that, I would then burn my house to the ground so that I didn't have to go on that plane flight to where sex was. You'd lose, you'd lose the money from the plane ticket. Though. Totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it would be fine. It, oh yeah. Okay. Right. I would much rather do that. All right. So, so good for you for your premeditated sex. Thanks. Your premeditated sex that, Requires money and planning and commitment. Yeah, I yeah, I need to make my appointment to get tested. I've already made my waxing appointment. Good, good. Are you going full Brazilian? Like oh, when yeah. you Oh really? I mean, I like I I can't give away this detail. <laughs> but because of my hair color. Okay. It's 
nice to leave a little just up at the front. Okay. Because men really like it. Oh, yeah. I get it. If you were a man, uh-huh. I would like there to be a little up in the front. I'd be into because that. Because of the color? Because of the color. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so glad we kept that secret. <laughs> no one will ever figure out what that means. It's purple. It's <laughs> Everyone loves a purple bush. Um, does it hurt getting waxed in the, uh, in the hush? Yes, it does. Oh, my God. God, it hurts. I'm sorry about the patriarchy that we make you do that. <sighs> I mean, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> like, you let your hush grow free and wild. My, my hush? Where did that come from? <laughs> that is, do, have you not watched the show Happy Endings? No. Okay, well, we're going to talk offline about that because it won't be funny everything. if I tell it there. I posted that on my Instagram story today. I was like, this is Brother Coffee. Next screen. It's his birthday. <laughs> he enjoys TV. No, you ruined it. He enjoys baking. Next screen, dudes. Next, all the shows on Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, and HBO. <laughs> That's real. Next, jazz. Next, long walks on the beach. When you said jazz, did you mean like jazz music? Yeah, it was a joke. Okay, because I was like, the, the Utah jazz? No, I, no, it wasn't uh, uppercase. It was lowercase. Okay. And then the last one was, and self-loathing. I do enjoy self-loathing. And then I said, we're simpatico. Simpatico. Because we both left our mixed orientation marriages and the Mormon church. That's real. And, and now we make this beautiful podcast for you. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Oi, oi, gentle listener. I can't, now I can't do it. I can't find it. Anyway, if you like the show, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just kidding. We don't have one of those. No, we but don't. But like and subscribe or give stars or whatever you can do. Tell all your non-Mormon friends. And maybe tell one Mormon friend that will be scandalized when we talk about Jesus being a queer witch. And when they hear me. I want you to. Remember when you were Mormon. Hold on. I got to finish this off. Remember when you were Mormon and they would have you like pick a date. And you would like make a commitment to God that by August 15th, I'm going to bring someone to the church. And then you would like, you would find that person and then you'd invite them to a a family home meeting at your house. I want you to do that with your friend that will be most scandalized by the idea of Jesus being a queer witch. And then invite them to listen to this podcast. Heavenly Father, (laughs) all you reliever. And do you... How do I know if he... (laughs) Let's see if we can do it. How will, how will I know if he really loves me? That was beautiful. So um, <laughs> we got to do all the housekeeping stuff at the end. You can follow us on Instagram at Hot Drinks. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter at Hot Drinks. Yeah. Drinks. Drinks. You can email us at hotdrinksforthebelly at gmail.com. Yes. You can listen to us on Anchor, on Spotify, on iTunes. Uh-huh. So tell your friends. Uh-huh. You can Venmo us. If you run to Venmo us. We don't even have a Venmo. I know, but I'll just give them my personal one. If you want to Venmo us, message us on one of those other platforms. You guys, I have a lot of debt. So if you want to send money. Oh, my God. Please do. Uh, Yeah, and you can also listen. Did you say the voice messages on the Anchor app? Oh, no, because that is the ad that ended. So now it's. Right, so now we have to say it. So if you want to. Go ahead. Yeah, there are these. There's this option on the Anchor app if that's where you listen. Um, or you can just go to it and, or, uh, the, just go to the site. I don't think you have to download the app and leave us a voice message. Yeah. Do that. Tell us what you think about the future and Mormons and yeah. being more gay yes. and alcohol laws and Donald Trump's presidency and my cabin and your cabin sex parties, sex parties. 
I will, I know. Oh, my God. <laughs>